All right. Hey everyone, welcome back to Quality Matters. I'm your host, Starcy Chambers. I'm Kyle Chambers. We're still at the Doug Mid-Continent Conference. Really, it's only two days, but it's going to sound like it's weeks by the time we release all our podcasts. Yep. We're here with Hunter Davis. Hunter Davis, yes ma'am. Davis uh, Aerial Solutions. That is the company. Uh, yes ma'am, we do uh, drone work for the oil field and all other industries. In today's global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. What do you do with drones? Now you are you uh this isn't just for fun right this right is, no this isn't <laughs> just for fun this is all now, our pilots are part 107 be honest, do you ever just take it up for fun do a little trick or something oh yeah yeah okay. when, when we have all time yeah yeah we got to train you know oh, so yeah, yeah, keep yeah. up to date with our flights <laughs> gotta train yeah uh, so for the most part on the oil field we do pipeline uh, litigation go out before during and after capture uh, it gives the property owners, you know, what they're seeing afterwards versus what they're saying. If they have any problems, like my my land didn't get reclaimed, or didn't grow back the way it was supposed to. This way, okay. it allows the oil company. So, to like, say, when well, they, this is when they go did. and dig a pipeline through someone's exactly. property, right. this way you this can make sure everything. Okay, for sure. Um, the other deals we can do leak detection. We have uh, thermal capabilities on our drones, oh, so fun. Uh, natural gas leaks. Uh, Usually it's easier to see um, from pipelines on especially crude that where it, it seeps out and it's easier to see with HD instead of thermal. You can see it with the thermal, but you're going to see the dead vegetation and everything just as quick. Wow, that's interesting. So, yeah. Because the thermal was a big thing, right, I mean, when it, it came out? It is, and it's still, especially with gas. I mean, uh -huh. you can you can see it great. And besides the oil field side of my company, we also work with biologists and work in the wildlife management side. Oh, really? So we use the thermal a lot there, and it gets... I mean, it gets a lot of good use. Like, uh, like what, checking game counts? Yeah, or, okay. uh, so we do game counts, yeah. And, uh, that allows the biologist to do a formula to give out how many tags they're going to give out for that. So, so if my county gets dropped down to a one-buck county, I know who to blame. That's, that's my fault. All right. Yeah, so. <laughs> Don't come looking at me, though. Right? That's something I just learned about because we were looking up uh, parks in Texas. That's, we're out of Houston. and that's so he went, Okay, yeah. so he wanted, I know that, I guess the state parks have the wildlife management hunts. Mm -hmm. And so he said, well, look at the butt counts, because I'll tell you, you yeah, know, that there's good. a bigger population. Well, this year's been pretty good, too. Yeah. So yeah. the deer are looking really well. Oh, well, we might have to have an off-mic conversation about where to <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> um, and so other things we do, too, as well, I partner with another company, and we do 3D modeling of, like, well sites, for example. Oh, really? We can go in, and I'll do all the aerial capture side. And what that does, they'll render up a model of, say, if it's a pump jack or um, whatever your whatever asset you're wanting to capture. You can capture it. You can pull it up on your iPad or on your phone, zoom in, and you can see it. What all's working there? It oh, gives cool. you information points. Tells you who's ran that equipment, what the checklists are, what uh, you know, any pertinent information they Very need cool. to add. With your drone? Uh, I just capture it, and then I send that data off, okay. and it gets rendered takes about five to ten days and uh -huh. it's rendered up and they have a model basically a virtual reality model they can they can see it's amazing it's like what they just can there. do it is. it is i learn more every day because i'm not really kyle drug me into this kicking and screaming and we got a little <laughs> a little background noise something rolling in the hallway 
Um, Keep so thinking it'll get quieter. When we come. <laughs> When we come to these things, I talk to people. I learn more and more, so it's really yeah. cool. At the beginning, you started to say your pilots, or your yeah, your pilots are all. So we're all Part 107 certified. All our drones are. What does that mean? It, uh, the Part 107 is a commercial. We're legally commercial, or uh, let's see the way to say it. We're licensed to fly commercially. Okay. Uh, with the drones, um, so for hire, for profit. Okay. Um, also, the pilots that we currently have right now are at least private pilot. I myself am a, oh, really? I'm a commercial aircraft pilot, oh. and uh, oh, wow, it really helps because we use the same regulations, same laws. We have to know airspace. We have to have the waivers, so it really helps to have a working, you know. Now, uh oh, I'll I'll cut this little section out probably. Welcome to Hearts Energy's 2019 Dutch It's the oil gods. Yeah. <laughs> the region's premier upstream industry event. Please take your seats. The conference will begin soon. And that, so, <clears throat> I'm going to bet most folks listening to this don't, and I only know just a little. So, what restrictions are there for drones? Because you can yeah. buy these things oh, at man. Walmart, yeah, but they don't have restrictions. Why do you have restrictions? Because we're flying commercial. Uh, of course, we're, we're part one, so we're doing this for hire. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys out there that can go out and not do it. I mean, the FAA isn't extremely strict, um, which I'm banking on sooner or later. That's going to change, which they, I mean, it's just like aviation. It, it goes yeah. from real lax to real strict really right. quick. Um but for us, the restrictions, you know, we if we want to fly at night, we have to get a waiver for that. If we want to fly right. within a certain area of, say, if it's a Class Bravo airspace or a big airport, we're very limited, and we're at the mercy of the FAA to give us waivers to fly hmm. in those areas. Uh, but since we are pilots and everything, it, we have a pretty good working relationship with right. the FAA. Yeah, and you get a little say, bit of money kind of work with it. Right. And I would have no idea, like... Am I in the airspace? How do I? Well, and you know, DJI and a lot of the drones, uh, the manufacturers, they have uh, part of the software will let you know, hey, you're within two miles of an airport. You need to fly with caution, or you need to be advised. Do you have permission to fly here? And and that's good. So most of the uh, equipment, commercial-wise nowadays, helps you. But it's it's better to have a good, profound knowledge of the airspace Uh and check yourself beforehand, and you're not relying on the automation side of things. Do y'all ever do like any type of uh, structural inspections or anything like that? Mainly, it's the 3D modeling, I guess, would be kind of like that. Okay. But I don't get into anything with engineering too much or gotcha. like surveying because they they got a lot of lawyers that can get really mad <laughs> about that. So we try to we try to no, stay in our lane. Yeah. But, no, that makes uh, sense. But stick to what you do for yeah. sure. There's definitely companies out there that yeah. that are doing that. Well, I want to go back to what you first mentioned: the property litigation because. If I understand my sister correctly, she is a lawyer, and I think she's corporate oil and gas. So I think mm-hmm. she tries to get property, delay the pipeline, mm-hmm. or the, um, mm-hmm. not the property, the waiver, the, what is the word? The I'm right-of-ways. The right-of-ways, yeah. I think. Yeah, so I guess that's something that you help with. So kind of what I do is um, say like an oil company will come in or a pipeline company wants to come in and they're running their pipe. We'll do beforehand when they acquire the land, they've already done their surveys, we'll go fly the the coordinates that they give us. Mm -hmm. And basically that shows a before Mm -hmm. everything. And then we'll go during the process uh, as they're laying To show you're laying it where you said you're going to. And that's when, and at the completion date when they start uh, testing and everything like that, we'll go ahead and start the clock. They have a year for the reclaim. So when you come back later, a year later we'll fly it. 
and it'll show you know where they've take the topsoil off where they've reseeded and what the difference is in those and basically like I've had a case to where it came back landowner wanted to sue because they uh, the topsoil he didn't let them reseed and everyone else on that pipeline let them reseed mm -hmm. so everybody else's look great it's right. only that one landowner well that's the one landowner that was filing a lawsuit saying hey my land's not looking right blah, blah, blah. Ah. Came back to bite him in the butt because. And now like, that no. now you have the, you the have evidence proof. you need, yeah, you yeah. Got time stamps. Ah, and, and I you like got it. Every other landowner's. Yes. Yeah. So I you're like you're running right down the pipe, regardless whose land um, right. it's going through and leased on. So, yeah, that that can protect them as hmm. well. But. There's just so many interesting aspects to oil there is. and gas. There is. So this is just a nosy question. You don't have to answer mm -hmm. if you don't want to. I'm curious how much these commercial drones cost versus, you know, a $50 one I might buy my son. Well, so <laughs> it's really the platforms aren't too much. The actual drone themselves, mm -hmm. uh, it depends. Like you can get a four-rotor Inspire anywhere from $25 to $3,500 just, just base. Uh, but your payloads, you get into LiDAR and the software to use it, you can run up into $300,000, $200,000 oh, wow. really quick. Um, and same thing with fixed-wing drones. They, they can get very expensive very quick. But for the most part, um, you can do a lot with like the Matrice 600 Pro, uh, which is an eight-rotor drone, and the Inspire 2 series. You get about 20, on the Inspire 2s, you get about 20 minutes of flight time. And for a thermal setup on one of those, you're looking at probably $20,000 set up. But, Ooh. you know, it's, it's, it's a lot investment. of technology. It's an yeah. investment for it's sure. It's an investment. Um, but they're very, they're very easy to fly. They're very learn, uh, or easy to learn mm -hmm. and pick well, up. You see, you've got licensed pilots doing right. it anyways. Exactly. <laughs> and they're GPS locked, too. So it's very stable. You let off the controls, it oh, stops it's itself oh, really? right where it's at. Oh, no, that's cool. That is cool. And that's so cool. if you have wind or crosswinds, uh -huh. they maintain that positive control on their own. Oh, so, wow. Oh, wow. So it's worth the extra money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and they do a good job. So so if it's, I mean, I know 20 minutes is a long time for a drone, but I'm thinking these pipelines are oh, yeah. super long. Huge. So how do you handle that? Well, you get different drones. Like I said, the fixed wings, they can, some of the fixed wings can stay up for a couple of hours at a time, mm -hmm. which you run into line of sight problems with that. On drones part 107, you have to maintain a positive line of sight without mm -hmm. visual aids. Okay. Um, so on the Matrice, you get about 45 minutes. If you're running 25, 30 miles an hour, running down the line, you actually you can get to the next checkpoint, and then we'll land, load up a new battery, check the optics, do a good checklist, pick her right back up, fly down to the next point, pick her up again, and we kind of daisy chain it. Um, so, so how long are some of these pipelines that y'all are checking? So the last one that I did, I try to keep them smaller, obviously. I don't want to do hundreds of miles with that because you just can't compete with aircraft on that. Right. Um, but the smaller new pipes, like sections that they really want to check out 15 miles at a time, I mean, it's, okay. that's, that's it's, it's a more economical job. to get someone like yes. you than right. a private Now, if private you're doing plane. long DOT lines that, you know, you can get aircraft to check that for, for like, literally nothing. But yeah. at the same time, we're more... Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heart Energy's 2019 Doug Metcott and Conference Exhibition, the region's premier upstream industry event. Please take your seats. The conference will begin soon. And we're back. 
right. So, remind me where we're... You're talking about, about the, the, the short, short okay, line. Yeah, so yeah. the shorter line's more beneficial to us. But when, when we do it, we have... It's all recorded. It's all there. Usually, like, DOT check lines and everything that the aircraft do, they just see it, and they're like, okay, you have a problem here at this area. You need to check it out. There's no real... You There's know, no continuous yeah. footage. And their liability is a lot higher, too, because you got people in an aircraft and there's liabilities there especially right. flying lower um but yeah and where we really shine is the 3d capture and doing the modeling that's where that's really i'm cool. really in right now so yeah i guess that's where the lidar comes into play yes yeah, and that'll come in especially on topo type stuff if you're wanting to get elevations and okay. like on that, an area prospecting area that's that's a good way to get it pretty gotcha quick. so yeah it's fascinating so how did you get into this I actually, uh, believe it or not, I went to Oklahoma State and graduated from their aviation program. And uh, while I was there doing my flight training, my instructor flew uh, UAVs in Afghanistan as a as a contractor. Hmm. And uh, when he came back, he became my instructor and was telling me all about what these, uh, back then it was Tiger Shark drones. And he was telling me what all they could do and uh, that it was fixing to be legal in the States to fly for commercial use. And mm-hmm. so from there on out, we... I really got into it, and one thing led to another. I bought one drone, that led to the next drone, and got into the oil and gas side and the wildlife management, and it's very cool. It's been going. Cool. So. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. You have any other questions? No, I think that's it. This is this is all. It's all fascinating. Again, it's just like you said. It's, it's amazing it's all how new. many avenues there are to yeah, go into in this well, industry. I mean, just in yeah. agriculture, crop dust. Yeah. I mean, literally anything you can think of, drones are. They're doing it. They're yeah. there and they can do it. And it's going to get heavily automated before too long. Oh, I can imagine. I wonder how that's going to affect yeah. the uh, the licensing, the legal requirements if it's once it's automated. Well, the amount of proposed drones they're going to have in the next <laughs> upcoming future versus the actual pilots to control them, I mean, it is, it is outrageous, the ratio. There's, like, no pilots hmm. by the amount that they're saying that's going to be in the industry and flying. So a lot of that's going to maintain a lot of automation and people you know, mm-hmm. uh, running the automation. Yeah. So. Yeah. You'll see a lot of cool so, stuff. So if you're a young person listening, looking yes. for a career, <laughs> look into yeah. piloting drones. That's going to be a way to go. <laughs> it's awesome. There. I appreciate it, man. All right. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Have a good one. Uh-huh. All yours. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Quality Matters. We are still at the Doug Mid-Continent Conference. (laughs) (laughs) By the time this airs, it's going to sound like we were there for like four weeks. Yes. (laughs) Two days. Um, Here with Kyle still, as always. And now we have another guest, Hunter Davis. Yes, ma'am. Hunter Davis with Davis Aerial Solutions. Okay. So I'm not really sure what you do. Drones, I think, is what the guys have told me. In, in, in the gist of it, yes. Okay. Uh, so what we do is Davis Area Solutions on the oil field side. We can do pipeline litigation, um, covering you know what what the project looks like before, during, and after pipes being laid, which will help with the litigation side on uh, the recurrent or the recovery of the, the property and if the landowners come up to fight with that, saying it's okay, not done okay, right. Hold on, we're gonna have to start over. I think you're going to have to talk up a little okay, bit. Sure. <laughs> I can Let barely me. hear you. Yeah. So. See, he's on three. I can pull his up a little, so too. You're going to have to do that. We're going to do this Okay. All, all right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, we're good. Stop. Can you keep my intro so I don't have to do that? Just do it again. It's easier. Okay. Yeah. 